Psalms 40. The Lord began to speak to my heart last night, and I had an old message out of this chapter here, and we reworked it last night for two or three hours and, and praying and studying, trying to seek the mind of the Lord, and we want to be used of Him. I know that I will never be anything without Him, amen, and uh, He is the only one that can help us. Look in verse 1. The Bible said, Psalms chapter 40, He said, I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined unto me, hallelujah, and He heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. He hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust and respecteth not the proud nor such as turn aside to lie. What I want to preach on just for a few moments this morning is uh, that new song. I thought about the preacher talked about maybe uh, using me in the 11 o'clock hour, and I thought, uh, we need to save that for Brother Brown and give me the Sunday school hour, amen. I'll have more of a Sunday school message, hallelujah. I always appreciate Brother Brown looking for and hearing from the man of God. But I thought about a couple things. First of all, I thought about the horrible pit. We need to be reminded of what we came from, amen, where we were. I thought about last night as I studied, hallelujah, where I was and, and where I was headed. But hallelujah, he rescued me from that. I was in a horrible pit. David said it was horrible. Thank God, listen, he pulled us up out of that horrible pit. And I say, hallelujah, I'm glad this morning I'm not in a horrible pit. But instead, I'm in church, amen. Thank God for that. It was horrible, but I'm not there anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. It was a horrible pit. I thought last night where I was headed, where my dad was, exactly where I would have been. Raised in that atmosphere in a drunkard's home. That's where I was headed. But thank God, hallelujah, he took me out of the horrible pit. And I'm not there. And that may not help you, but that helps me. Amen. Amen. The horrible pit. Then he said he heard my cry. He, he inclined to me. Why, I couldn't get over that for a little while. He inclined. He didn't have to come to me, preacher. He didn't have to have anybody knock on your door and offer you a piece of bubble gum to go to the house of God. He inclined to me. I'm not a Calvinist, not even close. But Brother Brown, he inclined to me. He came to where I was. He came over to where I lived and got me and took me to the house of God. He inclined to me. Oh, if you knew how sorry and rotten I really am, you'd be amazed that he would incline to me. But I thought of a few things. I thought, number one, in hearing our cry, that there was an emancipation. Hallelujah. He set me free. I thought that there was an elevation. He said he brought me up. Uh, he lifted 
visited me. I'm not where I used to be. Hallelujah. I was in the miry clay, he said. A slippery. You couldn't get out. You tried your best. Some of you old drunkards and dope addicts. And you tried all the AAs and the dry out clinics. But you were in a slippery mess. In the miry clay, you were stuck. But thank God he came by and he lifted you. I say hallelujah. He lifted you. I'm glad he lifted me. I'm glad he came to where I was. And he lifted me. I'm not where I used to be. Thank God. Because he lifted me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, brother Danny. He lifted me. Amen. Ah, hallelujah. Hey, not only he not only did he elevate us. But there's an establishment here. He said, he put me on solid ground. You remember how unstable you were? Had to take pills to do this and pills to do that. But oh, how that he established you. Oh, how he established my goings. Before salvation, before salvation, most of you, your life was a mess. In and out and up and down. But you know what he'll do for you? He'll just he'll just set you on a path. He'll get a lazy man to get a job. What about that? Amen. I've seen people, Brother Andrew, before they got saved, they wouldn't work. Uh, they'd quit and, and stop. But after a while, when they got saved, Brother Brown, they, they got a job. And then they start staying in there. And before you know it, they've been at the same job for two years. And they've never done that in all their life. You know what it was? God established their goings. I'm glad, thank God, when he lifts us, that he'll establish our goings. There's so much more in Christ. Hallelujah. I'd rather be an old-time Christian than anything I know. I'm glad, hallelujah, that he came by and he rescued me and he lifted me and establish my goings. Everything I have, everything I ever hoped to be, it's because of him. It's what he done. It's all because of him. Hallelujah. Amen. Not only is establishment going on, but there's enjoyment going on. There's an encouragement going on. Hallelujah. Amen. Give you a few things and then we'll let the real preacher come, hallelujah. Number one, we find that this song, it's a presented song, it's a new song. Can I say it's a new melody? <laughs> Start off Jubilee preaching against rock music, what about that? But it isn't rock music. I was talking to a fella, and uh, you know him really well, where I'll be in a week or so. There was a man in that church, been in that church for 25 years. And I didn't know it, but the Holy Ghost did. And I preached that night, and for some reason, I blew out Elton John. What about that? A known homosexual who said that God is a homosexual. Can you imagine a man would blaspheme God? The only reason why that man's breathing today is because of the mercy of God. Anyway, I blew it out and I said, God, help a man would go to his concert. I had no idea. There was a man in that church who had just went to an Elton John concert and Brother Laddie had been saved for 25 years. Well, he knew the preacher told me. And the preacher hadn't told me. But the big preacher told me, the Holy Ghost. Amen. 
and he come running to me after the service. I mean running to me. And his face was so red. He said, well, I just ought to let you know. I just went to an Elton John concert. I said, God, help your soul. I'm telling you, thank God. This new song we have, it's a new melody. It isn't that rock and rip and rap. And it ain't country either. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, hey, hey. God, help a man who claimed to be saved for 30 years and go to an Elton John concert. I'm telling you, God, help your soul. Amen. Amen. Maybe you don't go to the concert, but you listen to it on your phone. Amen. What about that? A new melody, a new message. We're not on a highway to hell. On a highway to heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. That music, the messages in the music promotes rebellion and and promotes suicide and wickedness and ungodliness. Hey, it's a new song, amen. It's one that I thank God that's got a new melody, got a new message, amen. Thank God it isn't a mess of this world. I'm amazed the people in our churches that listen to the world's music. I'm amazed that Sometimes even the preacher I preach for when their phone rings. The rock music that their ringtones to or the or, or or and I'm like, what in the world? You can change that ringtone, amen. Uh, you don't have to have. Now I'm not real smart. A lot of times I'll get Patty put a ringtone on there, amen. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, I'm amazed uh, that people who claim to be saved, we know better than that. Uh, that's, that's first base, uh, getting rid of the world's music out of our life, amen. I know it's jubilee, but this is what the Lord laid on my heart, amen. It's a presented song, Hallelujah. Can I say it's a personal song? It's divine. He said he gave it to me. It's an ordained song. It's a divine song. It's a song that will stand the test of time. It's a song that when you go to the funeral home and bury your loved one, that you still can sing a song. It's a song that when troubles come and trials and you're walking through the deepest valley you've ever been in, Job said he'll give you a song in the night. You know why? Because it's from him. It's an ordained. Sometimes the song may get quiet, Brother Laddie, and maybe we can't hear it quite as loud. But you know what? Thank God, Brother Lamar, it's ordained. It's from him. It's not going anywhere. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. It is a divine song. Can I say it's a direct song? He said he gave it to me. I have a song from the Lord. Amen. Brother David, we have a song from God. Hallelujah for that. Amen. It's my song. It ought to be your song. He gave it. He said it's mine. Amen. I'm afraid we forget what we have in Jesus. Amen. It's our song. It's a direct one. Amen. Thank God for that. It is a presented song. It's a personal song. Can I say it's a pointed song? He said it's in my mouth. It's on our lips. It's on our lips. Can I say that it ought to be loud? Brother Rick, I don't know where you're at, but we was talking about that last night. I was eating how the world, they love their music. They don't mind cranking it up. Where I was last week, and of course it was 
a big building, small amount of people, but you couldn't hear nobody singing. Nobody was singing. Nobody singing. People, they, I don't know, they, they, don't, they don't grab a songbook. They don't sing along. When we come into the house of God, if I don't know a song, I'm gonna find me a book if I can and sing along. You know why? I'm singing to Jesus, amen. We go to church and we ought to sing aloud, amen. That's your time. If you can't carry a tune in a bucket, that you can blend in with everybody else and let her rip, amen. Some people sing by letter. They just open up and let her fly, amen. But the truth of the matter is, we ought to sing loud, thank God, and sing amen to the Lord. Hallelujah. It's loud. It's a lifted song. It's to sing praise unto him. <laughs> you know, it's always about him. I love when you see the singers that are professional. And they do all of this and hang like that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. With me, I'm so sure I wouldn't have much to move. It ain't good. <laughs> but you know what that is? They want you to know how professional they are. I'd rather have somebody to just get up there, reach way back, Brother David, and sing something on the inside, get to bubbling up, and reach out and touch you. Hallelujah. Brother Eric, I'd rather have somebody. Maybe they're not the best professional looking. Maybe not the best professional sounding. But just, hey, I mean, thank God. When they hit that old chord, you know it's real within their heart. Amen. Oh, hear me, friend. I tell you, that's the kind I want to hear. It ought to be loud. It ought to be to lift him up. It isn't about us. It isn't about bringing any attention to ourselves. Amen. It's about him. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a presented song, a personal song, a pointed song. Can I say lastly that it's a prophetic song? He said many, they didn't say hear it. He said shall see it. You know why? Because the song ought to bring joy to your life. As the preacher just said a while ago, show your face, put a smile on your face. You ought to really have to see what we have to see. The average church, everybody sits there just like that. They're, they really don't act like they're interested. And I'm sure you're interested, but we'd like to see that. Amen? Because when you sit there like that, we don't know if you're thinking about where you're going to go eat at. Amen? And what you got to do tomorrow instead of being interested. You see, he said, many shall see your song. They ought to see the happiness that it comes from your life. Amen. That song ought to change your life and it ought to put the joy of God in your soul. You ought to get up every morning and say, hallelujah, I'm not going to hell. And thank God it'll affect your life. Amen. It'll affect how you talk. It'll affect how you walk. I'm telling you, think about where you were headed and Jesus came by and he rescued you and old song said I was going down for the last time and nobody heard my cry but thank God he did and he changed our life and hallelujah it ought to affect your song amen amen 
Me and Jonathan went to the landfill yesterday. I thought I was through taking stuff to the dump at the landfill at the, from the house, amen. But the lady, as we checked out, I said, how you doing? She said, wonderful. I said, hmm. I said, uh, good to be saved and going to heaven. She said, you better believe it. She said, I ought to be in hell. But oh, for the mercy of God. I said, when's the last time I went to the landfill and somebody excited about Jesus? You know why? If he's inside, you can't hide him. Somebody gets to bragging on him. And if he lives in there, hallelujah, it'll help your heart. Amen. Amen. It's a prophetic song. Many shall see it. The word there means to enjoy, to gaze, to take heed. But Jack, somebody ought to see your song. He didn't say they'd hear it. Brother Laddie said they ought to see it. I like it when somebody says, you know, every time you see that person, they're happy. I know not everybody's got the same disposition. I know that. But some people, they're never happy. I wrote down what you said. I'll never forget it during revival. You said there's three types of people. You said there's those that are always happy and those that are never happy and then those who used to be happy. If we used to be happy, then we need to find out what happened and get it right. But David, I don't know. See, if you don't travel, you don't know. But I don't know what you fellas churches you're getting in. But ones I'm getting in are really quiet. And the, the life is gone. It's because there's a lot of carnal people sitting in our churches. Filled with the world's music and their entertainment and the things of this life. You know what? All I know is, he said, if you'll draw closer to me, I'll draw up closer to you. That's all I know. I just know, thank God, that he brought me up also out of a horrible pit. As I was studying last night, I said, Lord, oh, if I can convey that, if I could convey that, what you've done for me. But he said, many shall see it, but then he said, many shall be saved. He said, they shall trust in the Lord because, Brother Lamar, they see your song. Because they see your song. I wonder how much you enjoy being saved. <clears throat> I wonder... How cantankerous you are. <laughs> I wonder how much of an attitude you have. The, uh, the church I just left, I'll be honest with you, I, I would probably blow out my brains if I had to pastor that church. I'm just telling you. I'd rather go see Jesus, amen. <laughs> I mean, he's got 25 people. And... This one yells at him, if you don't, we eat just right. The pastor, the pastor. Can you imagine a deacon jumping on you because you don't, we eat right? See, I, I, I couldn't handle that. I tell him, bless God, you we eat then. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you ought to be studying anyhow. Hallelujah. But anyway. And then he said about this one, fussed at him. And this lady, because the... Because she messed up on the piano. She's 80 years old. And, and they, I don't guess have anybody to replace her. And so she got mad because she messed up. She messed up. She got mad. And then come the rest of the week. Are you kidding me? What, what is this kind of stuff? And these are people who have been saved for 40 years. And I'm like, brother, 
God help you. Right. I told him, I couldn't pastor this mess. I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Amen. Right. <laughs> you see, our song ought to shine for. Yeah. There ought to be somebody yeah. in that meeting stand up and say, hey, I was going to hell, but yeah. Jesus came by and he rescued me and I'm honored to be here and I'm honored to serve him and I'm glad I'm in charge, amen. I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be here this morning. I'm glad to be at the Bible Baptist Church where the Holy Ghost is, amen. I'm going to be a sponge this week and take all I can in. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Of course, I have a personal walk with the Lord. I have to, of course. But when you're constantly giving out, it's good to take in. What kind of song you got this morning? What, what, what's being seen about your life? You ever, you ever brag on Jesus? Brother, Brother Brian, does everybody, anybody ever see Jesus? They see your song. You didn't hear it. They saw it. I don't want anybody, and especially my family, to go to hell because of me. They're looking for an excuse anyway because they don't know God. Brother David, I don't want to give them one. I want to finish. That text you sent me. Well, help me a few weeks ago about God's men and being a great man of God, and I don't consider myself one. But boy, that encouraged me. But when I got off, when I read that, I got on my knees and said, Oh, God, help me to be one. Help me to finish. Help me to finish. I want to I stay in the way all the way to the end. Hallelujah.